0: Time ago, at a theater not so far away, Nerd with a Phone went to see Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens. And for tonight's episode, he rewatched the Blu ray edition to bring you his opinion next on Nerd with a Phone. you I'm Charles Hague and uh, tonight's episode we are going to talk Star Wars Episode 7 and we are just going to dispense the knowledge up front so that I can talk because there is some stuff to say with this one so The Force Awakens premiered in December of 2015 Can you believe it's almost been three years already? And the domestic take on opening weekend was over $530 million. And we're going to dispense with the uh, standard uh, ratings from IMDb and places because at this point everybody knows that Star Wars The Force Awakens is well liked. But tonight what I seek to do is to separate hype from truth. Or vice versa. And get ready because, I mean, this is a divisive one. And of that much, I am certain everybody can agree. But probably not, it's the internet. And so what I've done is I've broken this down into questions. I had a notepad and I was writing things down. And we're just going to go over these one at a time. As I wrote them down. But before I get into that. I have a few things I want to say. And make clear. I like this movie. And I'm very close to loving it. My issues stem. From creative differences. We'll call them. Soundtrack's nice. Acting's top notch. Um, The pacing's good. Everything like that and uh, the music is top-notch everybody was excited Uh, art department every you know all that stuff top-notch and I mean I have competing opinions because I mean opening night I was with it 100% but there were things I saw even at the time I mean spoilers you know (laughs) Everybody knew going in that this was going to be Han Solo's last ride. Was not happy about that. So, uh, with that in mind, I'm going to say it right now. Again, spoilers. Uh, if you have not seen Force Awakens and you intend to, I advise, pause this. Go watch the movie and come back. Because this is a big one. And, uh, digressing for a minute just to say who listens to a review or watches a review on youtube without having seen the product in the first place i know you i know you people are out there i know you are why would you do that and then come at us, content creators like you didn't put a spoiler tag warning just a pet peeve of mine had to finally get that off my chest so uh spoilers uh I liked the film, but I want, I want so badly, so badly, to love it. Now, uh, The Last Jedi uh, answers a few of the problems that I have with Force Awakens, but not all, and uh, I, at this point, I feel it would be basically impossible for Episode 9 to, uh, Fulfill every plot hole. So listen, I know that on the surface, uh, most of my uh, troubles with this are going to feel like nitpicking. But I am a nerd with a phone, so, you know. And these go a bit deeper than some of the ones you may be familiar with. Like, I mean, what's up with CP? C-3PO's red arm, and I mean the biggest pothole of all, and it makes it systemic, is they didn't really seem to know whose movie it was. Now listen, Force Awakens fans, I've told you, I like the movie, I like it, but I want to love it. These are the things that would have made me love it. Were they fixed. But they weren't. But I'm this close. Like millimeters from loving it. And the biggest one that I'm going to start off with. That uh, would have let me forgive all the other plot holes. Without thinking about it too much. Uh, and uh, this is Mr. Dreadful Rock's opinion as well. Uh, more or less, it was his opinion. And I concur. The character of Finn needed to be flushed out more. And so did Ray. But, you know, make a choice. Who's our new lead? <laughs> this co-lead thing reminds me of the co-champions thing in WWE. It's fun for a minute, but it gets old after two hours. Doing it the way they did it... Uh, leaves us with two main protagonists that we don't know anything about really (laughs) and don't get me started with the problems with poe so in my after movie discussion with dreadful rock uh we were talking about finn and uh, what could have fixed that situation is instead of the opening that we got that the scene that introduces us to, to finn could have still happened but, uh, let's play the what-if game for a minute. Let's imagine a different opening to Force Awakens. You still get the same opening crawl with the same setup. Everything like that. And, uh, it would take the audience back a little bit. But we open... On... Finn being captured. The First Order takes him brainwashes him but we could tell that it hasn't quite taken and after this six to 15 minute scene depending on how the director wanted to do it after we see his indoctrination the rest of the film up until the point where he was originally introduced happens the same way it did only now we have context we know this character a little bit. And it doesn't feel so random in a moment that's supposed to feel huge. And just quickly, if uh, if you don't see the flaws in the film, I highly recommend, as again Drivel Rock pointed out, go watch CinemaSins The Force Awakens. It's one of the more brutal episodes they ever did. Over there on the YouTubes. I mean, they just lamb the hell out of this. But I'm gonna take a quick break. And on the other side, I'm gonna get picky. Uh, welcome back, and just a quick bit of mid-show promotion. Nerd with a Phone podcast has partnered up with Bonfire.com. Bonfire is a really cool place where you can make T-shirts and uh, sell them for fundraisers or for profit. I have no causes that I'm trying to support at the moment, other than some Facebook campaign. St. Jude and that's got a couple more days left on it over there Charlie Haig Facebook that's through the 28th my birthday but uh bonfire I have a t-shirt up that's a Christmas theme a holiday theme it says tis the season on it it's got an orange kitten and he's dressed up and lights like a Christmas tree he's got a Santa hat on he has a red t shirt you know long sleeve tee if you're interested in a link to that or just interested in following me on social media uh, I'm Nerd with a Phone one over on twitter and I will have On Fire campaign up there and uh, if you order within the next couple of days you'll be guaranteed that you can get that nice little t-shirt for yourself uh, or someone else by Christmas Day, by Christmas Eve, thereabouts. No later than the 27th, they guarantee. But you gotta do it soon. It's gotta be within the next couple days. And, you know, that would be before the 27th of this month, November 27th. This podcast on your favorite podcast player, but I wanted to remind you that uh, this is being made possible by the fine folks at Anchor. Anchor: the easiest way to make a podcast. And I'm going to throw out my call signs again. It's Anchor.FM. Forward slash WWN, and that stands for Worldwide Nerd. All right, now that I'm all icky and need a shower. Back to Star Wars, Episode Seven: Nitpicking. (laughs) And I am back. How you guys doing? (laughs) Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. This is where we're going to get into. We're going to get into it some more theories, um, I'm not sure I haven't, like, uh, done a ton of researching, but one of the big, uh, plot points in the movie is the whole, like, situation, Kylo Ren, Han Solo, and the, uh, the death scene. The Han Solo death thing, of course. And like I was trying to say, I'm not sure if it's a thing already or not. Uh, but in our conversations, me and Dreverrug think we may have found a new Han shot first. So basically, <laughs> here's one you may not see coming. And... Uh, <laughs> We'll get you there, or try to get you there, if you can't understand it. Ready? Han killed Han. And just to uh, clarify that statement, right? Han killed Han. watch the movie again look at the scene very carefully watch it again Han turned on the lightsaber all Kylo does is remove it from him it's pretty clear pretty clear and even if that were not the case because I've talked to people and lots of people don't see it so that's fine but uh there is the fan theory that's been there from the beginning that Han is an uh he's a force builder but he doesn't know he is and you know if you can manage to watch that scene devoid of the emotion of the moment and listen to the conversation they're having. Han's a father, watching his son be conflicted. I think in that moment Han understands that it will help his son make decisions one way or the other. Again, this is... uh, Brought to my brain because of Dreadful Rod. He pointed this stuff out and I'm like, you know, man, you're probably right. And I think this is probably where I'm going to cut this discussion for now. No pun intended. Weird how that worked out. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the episode tonight. There will be more Star Wars discussion to come. Maybe I can convince Dreadful Rock to uh, participate. But that's going to table our discussion for the night. I am Charles A. I am a nerd with a phone. You're listening to Nerd with a Phone Podcast. And remember if you like what you hear, please, please, please don't be shy. There's a support button down at the bottom of every episode. Click that little link, choose your level. Thank you. Good night. (laughs)